Welcome to Leadership in 10, a podcast meant to encourage, inspire, and give insight into what it looks like to lead well during the current pandemic. It's also meant to be a space where we can engage in authentic dialogue about the challenges we're facing right now. I'm Jennifer Cho, and I'm happy to be speaking with Roxanne Klein, our Senior Vice President of HR today. Welcome, Roxanne, and thanks for joining us for our initial foray into podcasting as we seek to connect with our leaders during these strange times. So the the goal of this time is really to hear from you. Any insights, encouragement, or tips that will be helpful to our leaders? I also have some specific questions for you that relate to some challenges I know people are facing. On that note, let's get started and you know, obviously you're a busy woman (laughs) and you have a busy job and you're at home. And I know you have three kids at home, two are smaller, one just graduated college, congratulations. And um, one is out of the house. And so I wanted to know what has helped you to stay sane and productive during this time? Thanks, Jennifer. Thank you, first of all, for doing this. I think this is great. I think it's a, a nice way for us to connect with our leaders. Um, you know, I would say that you know, I was never a person who actually really enjoyed working from home. It was always kind of stressful for me. Um, so coming into this environment where we were all forced to work from home, it was it was really tough, especially at first. But, you know, um, I was, uh, it was really intense at the beginning and I was doing a lot and, and you know, we all just sort of had to, we had to jump into it and we just had to try it. And, you know, my husband was in the other room and my, my daughter, as you just mentioned, she was, she was finishing her last semester in college. She was in, in the room with me sometimes. I mean, we were all together yeah. doing this, but you know what? Andrew had the same situation and, you know, the other people that I was on the phone had the same situation and Andrew's kids were interrupting him just like my kids were interrupting me. And just like my husband was talking to me, I mean, he had, you know, he, the other day we did the board call and he had he was interrupted during that I mean it's just the way that it is and so when I saw him um, do that and I saw others and my team do that I, I mean I just had to let it go I had to relax I had to realize that this is just this is the way it is and this is life and this is what we're dealing with right now and these are unusual circumstances so I think we all just need to give ourselves a break and just accept that this is this is the reality of, of the work from home situation that we're in right now. So I'm curious, once you saw Andrew doing that, did you find yourself adjusting your own style with your team? Absolutely. Um, I felt more comfortable with, you know, I knew that they would understand if my kids just popped into the room every once in a while. So yeah, I was different, I think, with my my team, and I relaxed a little bit myself, and so hopefully that helped my team relax a little bit. Yeah, I can actually say I know it did. I was on some call with some people with the team. I think we were doing some happy hour or something, and I know somebody said they actually liked seeing your kids because it just made you seem more human, which I thought was kind of fun, right? Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Okay, Roxanne, so along those lines of people struggling with work-life balance, just like you are. Um, As you know, I've spoken to some people in the past few months, and this really came to light for me when talking with parents who particularly had smaller children. The theme came out that our leaders are all saying the right things. You know, we, we understand it's difficult. We care. We support you. But their behavior towards me really hasn't change. It it hasn't been reflected in their actions. So they're still treating me like I'm working Mm -hmm. and I have full-time childcare. My kids are at school. 
specific example for somebody was that they tried to block off time to do homeschool in the morning one time with their child, but their boss just kept scheduling those meetings during those times and just kind of ignored the fact that they're obviously trying to block some time out. So it just gets very tough for people. And I think, uh, especially for the person who has kids and can oftentimes feel like Mm -hmm. I either have to neglect my kids or I have to neglect my job. What would you say to that specific person who's having that challenge? What should they do? And then what would you say to that manager so that you can avoid putting people in that situation? Yeah, you know, it is. It's it's extremely hard. And I think that, you know, to the person, I would say um, continue to talk to your manager, continue to advocate for what you need, continue to, you know, it's a tough conversation. I know it's hard. It's hard to ask for what you want and tell your manager what you need because you don't want to come across like you're, you're not able to get the work done. Um, and, you know, in some cases, there's a lot more work that is being done or being asked to be done. Done right now, um, or it's different work. It's work you might not have done before. I mean, it's it's so it's really really challenging. Um, if you can't get through to your manager at first, I, I think that I would you know reach out to your network, try to talk to others who are in the same situation, and get some ideas from them on how they're balancing it and how they are talking to their leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it's it's so important to, to continue to try and to have those tough conversations. Um, you know, I, I would say as leaders, you know, it's it's probably, you know, I, I think sometimes we get caught up and we forget. Um, and I think that we, you know, we might hear what our people need, but we have our own pressures and, you know, that plays out. And so we might forget what they need. I think we need to constantly remind ourselves to keep checking in with people, um, you know, adjust the workload. Do your absolute best right now and adjust the workload. I mean, there are priorities that are happening right now. And then there are things that we have to push off. We have to do differently. The whole world has changed. And so the work should change. It, it is going to change. So I think that as leaders, we've got to acknowledge that. And we've got to be clear with people. We've got to tell people what our expectations are. And, and sometimes they, people might be working on things that they think that we need them to work on. And if we're not clear that we don't need that right now, or we don't need that, Noel doesn't need that now. Um, I think that, you know, we could, we could, you know, just make mistakes and not be on the same page. And we could um, just be, you know, misstepping and, you know, just not connecting on what's really important. So I think we need to create an environment um, by adjusting the workload, by, you know, allowing people to block their time off, um, to try to do the work in, in a different way and constantly connecting with people, constantly asking, how are you doing? What do you need? What is, what are you struggling with? Is there some way I can support you? I I absolutely believe in servant leadership. And I think, you know, it's all about us connecting and supporting our people in, in the way that they work best. I agree with you. I think just that, I think people are doing a good job in terms of just checking in with teams. But I think as leaders, if we're specific about reaching out individually to people and really trying to tune into their world, because the goal for us is really to try and help them thrive. And I think I think it's exactly what you said. I think when that's not happening, oftentimes it's probably because as leaders, you know, we have our own pressures and we are focusing there. And then we kind of forget that actually, if we want these people to thrive, I need to tune into what they need and, 
you know, we don't want anybody to lose their minds or, you know, to feel like they're going to have a nervous breakdown in a situation like this. Yeah, no, absolutely not. And personally, I mean, I write a couple names down, people who I'm thinking of on my team. Um, and, you know, they don't report directly to me, you know, per se, but, you know, just people that I feel like I need to reach out to. And I, you know, I make a few phone calls, you know, in between some of the other things I'm doing. And I just, you know, just check in because it's important just to ask how people are doing. I mean, that's, it's just, it's really important right now. Yeah. One of the things uh, that I would say that you actually did really well on one of those check-ins, you were asking people to, you wanted us to really tell you, how are we doing? You were interested. And um, I know in big groups like that, sometimes some people will say, and then a lot of people will, will wait and talk later. But I really appreciated the day that you said, you know, I understand this is hard and you're probably feeling up some days and down some days. And so if you need to just watch Netflix all day one day, then I get it. And <laughs> I remember when you said that, yep. the, the, the exact time you said it, I felt my temperature drop. I mean, I just felt like like the pressure started to, because I also felt like, okay, Roxanne gets it. This is, this isn't just kind yep. of hard. It's yep. really hard at times. And I know people are in different situations, but I think that can apply to a variety of spaces right now. All right. Well, the next question after you, Roxanne, is, you know, you've been in all for a while. In fact, how many years have you been here? 13. I just celebrated 13. 13. Yes. Wow. So you've been here for a while. You've seen the leadership and I mean, across the board for a while, you, you have a sense of strengths and weaknesses in our leaders uh, in terms of cr- across the board. And so I'm curious, what are one or maybe two behaviors that if we all put them into practice right now, do you believe would make the biggest positive impact on the organization and on our associates? Yeah, I would say that I think that our leaders, um, as leaders, we need to remember to take care of ourselves first and make sure that we are, you know, we're really, um, we're really, we're thinking about ourselves and taking care of ourselves because, you know, it's the whole thing about like putting the oxygen mask on first for yourself, right? You know, on the plane, Um, they give you those instructions for a reason. And that's because you really do have to take care of yourself first. So I think that we also um, need to be aware that we can't do everything and we can't be on all the time. And we have our own family situations that we're trying to balance. And so it's really important that we just, you know, take care of ourselves first so that we can help and support others. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Uh, and then I just want to end on this. So obviously, cause people are talking about this, obviously we're doing a lot to help our clients to prepare to return to work and to make them safe. Can you just give us a few practical, you know, specific ways that we're going to change the organization so that our people feel safe coming back to work? Yeah, I think um, number one, safety is the most important thing. And I have been talking to a lot of people, a lot of leaders, um, encouraging everyone to make sure that we are supporting our people and that we are not forcing them to return too early. Some people may not be ready. So I think it's really critically important that we help people understand what's in place, what will be in place to keep them safe. And, you know, it's really about 
um, making sure that we can appropriately social distance. And that means setting up our spaces a little bit differently. Uh, Benjamin and the team are working on a lot of really cool, creative ideas on how to set up our spaces differently for us and for our clients. Um, But then also, you know, we are going to be requiring people to wear masks. We are going to be requiring temperature screenings. We are going to, um, you know, we're following the building protocols for the different different showroom locations. Um, There's extra cleaning. There's extra cleaning supplies. There's there's a lot that are that has already been put in place in our factories and warehouses that have been open. And so we're taking a lot of those learnings and applying those into the rest of the facilities. Um, but again, it's also just about making sure that we can appropriately social distance and, and having less, you know, fewer people in the place at a time. So a less dense workspace to just keep people safe. So safety is the priority. And I'm, I'm actually very proud of what, what we're doing to, in terms of keeping our people safe. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much, Roxanne, for joining me on our first Leadership in 10 podcast. Uh, We are going to end on that. Um, If you are listening and you have any ideas for future podcasts or people that you'd like to hear from, please contact us at learningdevelopment at noel.com. I would love to hear any of your ideas. And um, thanks again so much for joining us and listening. And we will see you next time. 